Yo, oh, hello yeah. everyone. Yo, hello, hello, hello. Um, you are welcome to uh, Are We Live 1.5. You are You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> you are very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Come in. <laughs> to, <laughs> to Are We Live podcast uh, with me, Barney. Me, Tom. Me, Alpha. And me, Jordan. Um, okay, let's just get this out of the way first of all. I feel like I'm looking at some some glaring uh, eyes. Take two towards my direction. <laughs> towards my direction. <laughs> towards my direction. Okay, so last week we recorded an absolutely splendid podcast, an absolutely amazing. podcast. It was the best podcast we've ever done. Probably the best one ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever, ever. We all chose the best songs. And like, the chosen. songs were just incredible. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically. Uh, because I'm an idiot and also I kind of feel like a novice when it comes to anything music related um, I mm. recorded incorrectly um, you use so, a calculator to record your, <laughs> your vocals <laughs> <laughs> um, and so when we got the audio back uh, it was pretty it was pretty bad so we had to record a whole new episode this is the first episode that you guys are hearing that's the second episode that we've done in this space um so yeah, hello everyone. Hey, should we call this like episode 20 whatever or do we call this episode one of a new series of podcasts because we're going to be doing this weekly, right? The, the quarantine series. Yeah, maybe yeah. We call it the quarantine series. Mm. I I think call it the same, maybe the same number, but start... Yeah, I like the number thing. Yeah? yeah? I like the number thing. So 20... Yeah, but in, in question, we could have in bracket quarantine yes, session or something. Yes, I like that. Like your thinking, boys. Look at that. Shit. You like that. Influencers. Um, Content. Boys, how are we feeling? So, 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 so. <laughs> I feel like the week's gone really quickly. Yeah. That's a good thing. It's flown by for me. I can't believe we're already doing a podcast again. Mm-hmm. I think Arthur said it last week, but I feel like I'm enjoying this all, which is obviously something to say from a point of privilege, but I feel like this is some of the, my favourite weeks I've had in years, just doing nothing and making music, playing games. Mm. I'm back. The old Jordan is back. Mm-hmm. Back in effect. Wow. Wow. You've been playing Warzone. Yeah. I've been playing Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. I just got the new NBA game. Add me on, add me on PS4, guys, if you're out there. Seriously, Mish Boy. That's my tag. PS4. Alpha and I have PS4. Add me. Let's play Warzone. Yeah, let's we, do we, that. Let's do that. Honestly, are you good, Tom? You can be in a team. Are you good, Tom? What's that? Are you good? No, I'm not very good. That's why I need help. There you go. Alpha's, Alpha's the strong one now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not as much. At all. I was on you guys good at Warzone? It's a different sort of game, isn't it? It's good, though. I like it. Mm. Yeah. How about what, have you, what has everyone else been doing? Just been chilling. Everyone been. You guys chill. Is that what you guys have been doing? Like chilling? Or would you say you're still working? I'm definitely chilling. Like in, com- in comparison to, um, let's say I was working before this, I'm definitely chilling now. Like before this whole quarantine thing, <laughs> if we're yeah. if I'm calling that work, what I'm doing now is not like yeah, basically sleeping all day. In comparison, um, like I said, do you feel way better rested yeah, than that's before? Um, I don't know if I feel better rested, but. I definitely feel, because I feel like this is what I'd be doing if I was home anyway. Like when I come back from like a show and stuff like that and I've got two days, 
I, I just do this, what I'm doing today. Like, this is what mm -hmm. I do. So I, I don't know, I'm, I feel like almost, like it's uni times again. And, cause back at uni, you just have a lot of time. Like, cause I lived on campus, so I didn't like really commute to uni. I had a lot of time and I just did. Just practiced really, and just chilled out, mm. played games, like didn't really care about, I didn't really have a understanding of what day it was or what time it was. So <laughs> it's mm. like, we're back to that, to that point, <laughs> like, exactly. How, how, has your, has your um, sleeping, how's your sleeping in terms of now there's no real, like are you sleeping later? Is it the same schedule of sleeping or do you find that you're sleeping later or earlier or does that change? It's, it's different days, but for the most part, I'm back to being nocturnal. I'm back to like okay. going to bed at five. What time do you go to bed, Alpha? Like five. You go to bed at five a.m. and yeah, wake up. Uh, Fucking hell, man! What time do you wake up? Oh. Jesus. Like I wake up at like nine because I was sleep like four hours, and I'm up for a little bit, like an hour. Oh. And I go back to bed like eleven to two or something like that. What do you do in those two hours that, that you get up? Just like morning stuff. I don't know. You know the same way people. You know people like wake up, check their emails, have a coffee, have a shower, or like whatever. Like I don't know. So that's like mi that's midnight for you though. That's yeah. like the equivalent yeah. of midnight. It is. That doesn't it doesn't feel like midnight to me because the sun's out and everyone's up and everyone's like, oh yeah, we're mm. getting our day started. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, I'll mm. start my day too a little right. bit, but then I'm gonna go to bed <laughs> in a bit. <laughs> So you do actually, you don't just lie in bed, not to get personal, but you don't just lie in bed. Do you actually like get what up, do, do a couple emails, bed? have a coffee, and then you go, I'm going to get back to bed? It depends. It depends it That's depends crazy. What the day's like. like. For me now, it's like, what, get up and get dressed. Why? To go where? Do you know what I mean? So, mm. like at the moment, I'm sitting mm. on my laptop and checking emails and like just replying to stuff. Because there's mm. people that I'm talking to that only work between certain windows, 9am to 5pm and then clock out. So I reply to those people in that yeah. time that I'm up. And then, um, yeah, I'll just go back to bed, really, if I can. When, when, are, you, when are you most productive? So it's like an interview alpha situation. Yes. Alpha, when, are you most, when, when are you most productive in terms of creativity-wise? Do you find that you're, can it be any time or is it night time you find it, it could be it could be any time. In fact, I'm probably less productive after like twelve a.m. I'm probably less okay. because I'm just chilling and like, yeah, I'm just I don't know. You can just waste hours doing stuff. So after twelve, like between maybe six yeah. p.m. and twelve a.m., I'm probably yeah. doing stuff. I, I see it in my head as I'm okay. Let me work on some stuff. Um, but yeah, after twelve a.m., I'm just like, all right, cool. Get a coffee in or something, and then we're just chilling so for a bit. So you're drinking coffee at you're drinking coffee at midnight. That's I, I drink coffee whenever. Coffee don't really do much. I'm, I'm kind of like Tom's mm. dad. No, like Tom. Um, My dad has a coffee to go to sleep. He's really? a freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has a coffee and it helps him sleep. Um, and he has, he says he has more vivid dreams. I proper understand that. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. Because like, especially this is a weird thing. Here's a weird thing. So mm. I'm guessing. Mm. I know I'm weird with my sleeping pattern, but has anyone ever yeah. gone back to sleep after waking up before, just in the morning? Have you ever woken up and then gone back yeah, to sleep? Yes. Yeah, so, it's yeah, lovely. I yeah, yes. I love that. It's amazing. So Such a vibe. when that happens, yeah, have you lot had yeah. like, like just mad dreams that you can remember when you do go back to sleep? And then do Yes. Yeah, man. I get confused because I think, I, I don't know what dream it is. Like sometimes I, I go, was that the first dream or was it the second dream? And then it gets confusing, if that makes sense. If I wake yeah. up, 
and then I go back to bed. Yeah. I get confused yeah. which stream it was. I had... Do you mean wake up like rolling around to the wake up? Or do you mean like actually get up and no, then no, go no, back I and mean, have a nap? The normal thing of like you opening your eyes, you're looking about and then you want to sleep oh, yeah. for a little yeah, bit yeah, longer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that second dream is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's. Have you got? Have you guys been having mad dreams? Because I've been having the most mental dreams. Um, a couple of nights ago, I had a dream that basically I'm not going to say who it was, yeah. but one of my mates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was I was help deliver I was help delivering his um, girlfriend's baby, so his 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 girlfriend was giving birth. Was yeah. it a I was help, baby? I was help delivering the baby. <laughs> that's, and, um, that's amazing. And out, out comes out comes the baby. It dro- drops. Bounces off the floor. Oh wow! And I what? and I unravel I unravel the like package and it's a camera lens. It's like a big camera lens. I'm not, I'm not fucking joking. That, that was my dream a couple of nights. <laughs> did it end? Did it end with you? Oh did, did it end and, and then I woke up. I was kind of like he he left. He was filming it on his iPhone the whole the whole birth. And then he left the room when it like dropped when the baby or whatever it was the camera dropped out. And then um. What the hell? Yeah, man. Yo, what, what does, that does mean? it mean? Tom delivered an Amazon it, package. It means you know? obviously like you didn't get to go to Spain <laughs> to record your video clip. With YouTube. Yeah, it means they're always watching. Oh us. shit! That's Maybe what it, means. it means that's what it means. Yeah, yeah I'm um, not gonna say who it is, but, but yeah. Yo, but dreams are like that, man. They're it's weird. interesting. The most random shit can happen to you. I th- do you believe? Do you guys believe mm. that dreams mean stuff? Yeah, they do. Not in the grand scheme of stuff, but in terms had, of what you think your subconscious thinks I think it means stuff in that sort of but I don't think it can predict okay. the future or yeah, yeah. There, there are sort of anxious dreams that, that repeat themselves like you can kind of like Google, if you have like I don't know what exactly but like if you dream about snakes or something like that generally generally there's some sort of link to to something Alpha had this I remember when I moved to London he told me that story that you like had that robber come into your house like seven yeah, days yeah. in a row I had a home invasion dream for a week and yeah. you had you had to figure out how to like sort yeah, it that's out. That's scary, bro. So you have to kill. You have to kill the same guy. I had to kill or figure out to kill the same guy. I couldn't kill him to the last day. It was five that's days. Wicked. It's not wicked. It's not wicked, but like it's kind of cool. Kind but it's of, not cool. Kind of scary, man. It's sort of like did Westworld. You, did, did you did you know it was a dream, Alpha? In the dream. <laughs> not when I'm when I'm in the dream. I don't know. But then just about just when I'm about to fall asleep and stuff like that, I think about things I can do. Basically, so that, so then things are in, they're in you already. So you naturally do certain things in your dreams. I can't really um, what's that thing called? Not vivid dreaming. What's it called? Um, uh, um lucid, lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't do that. I will like. I, I can't do that shit, man. Can. But um, for Jordan, that week, Jordan's got a song called Lucid. Hey, you got a song called Lucid. Hey, it's about hey. lucid dreaming. Actually. Hey. Can, you can you do it at will, Jordan? I no, I used to no, I, I used to when I was deep into my enlightenment meditation. That's crazy. But um, I I can't no, I can't now. Mm. All it is is basically getting so relaxed that you trick your body into thinking it's asleep, and the mind is still really aware and awake. Oh. That's all it is. I had to research Wait. it. It's like. 20 minutes of like five second don't, breaths don't you mean, for like um, 20 minutes. Don't you mean tricking the mind that you're still awake while you're sleeping? Because if you're tricking it that you're sleeping, no, tricking the then m- you're not sleeping, are you? Well, tricking the mind that it's just, it's like the body is is like paralyzed and, and can't yeah. move. And then your mind is like, oh, cool, I'm going to go for a flight. And then 
but then sometimes you can actually like I mean this is this is not hocus pocus it is it has nearly happened to me but you can like basically get out of your body and walk around that'd be live that'd be live like, as in as in, as in okay consciously sorry, I've got, I've got, consciously I've got some questions I've got some questions uh, um so <laughs> you are lying down I'm lying Jordan's down. Lying down. Can you be doing and something? Can you Jordan, can you be doing an active like an action or something? Uh, wait, what do you mean? Like in the dream? Oh wait, so in real life you're lying down. In real life, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, in real life, <laughs> not, not in the dream. dream. Okay. That would be a terrible dream if you're just lying down in the dream. Um, uh, wait, so you're lying down, um, Jordan, yeah. in real life. When you come out of yourself, yeah, do, are you jo- are you do you see Jordan come out of itself, or are you are you looking as a POV? You're looking, it's sort of like... Barney likes POV. In my only time I've experienced it, it was sort of, it was like a weird, like, <laughs> this is some fucked up shit, obviously, but it was like a weird third person shooter view, like I was over my shoulder. Wait. Man, it's, it's crazy. Honestly, Google that shit. Wait, so it's, it's called okay, astral no, wait, projection, wait, wait. which is that's, like That's another. kind of POV though, from, from over the shoulder. <laughs> I've, I've heard that. Oh, it's crazy, man. It's so dumb. No, okay, Jordan. So w- when you get up from your lying state, do you see Jordan get out of the body, or are it just like no, snap, bang? You now. you get up and you can see your body down on the bed. Okay, right. Right. So yeah, it's a metaphor of- for like. Sorry, you go. Uh, I've heard of astral projection, but like, can so you're saying you've actually done it before, or you've actually nearly done it before? O- only once, but only like I was in this really deep state. I got up, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I'm fucking up!" And then I panicked, and then I woke up. Oh, okay. So, but like, and it's then you scary, get to a point it? where I was always like, oh, "I want to get back to that moment," but then when you want something, it doesn't come mm-hmm. annoyingly. So, yeah. um, it's life. But I remember reading like an article about astral projection and the first thing they were like all these experts in it <laughs> and they were like, um, don't look in the mirror in an astral projection because you'll see something you don't want to see. What? It's basically like a bad trip. It's like a trip. Mm. I managed to like meditate yeah. to the point where I was like tripping and astral projecting. I uh, got you, got you. So, you, so I was going to say. That's gonna beauty, say. baby. You can't really God, use that to like man. go downstairs and like overhear what someone's saying or like you can't see what's downstairs and stuff like that. Like if you're like, it's not a real thing. It's just like you're well, tripping, you could, right? But, but it's not real. Yeah, no, 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 but, but, th- no, no. That, yeah, that thing is like a dream, but you're controlling yeah, it 100%. Yeah, you, yeah. You, so you. you can see it, but it, but it won't be real. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can People can that. like get out of their house and fly and shit like that. Yeah. That's cool, man. Sick. <laughs> People can fly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just—it's so, basically just dreaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that's sick. That's, that's sick. weird, blood. Anyway, what else have people been on? Game changing right. shit. Have you guys uh, been? Have you guys been getting out of the house doing exercise? Have you been staying in the cribs? Define exercise. In it. Uh, <laughs> I guess not walking. Something other than walking outside the house. No. no. Nope. I've just no. been walking. And really? Yeah. I've been caning the exercise. I mean, biking oh, all right everywhere. Then. All right then, Muscle Man. Uh, what have you been doing? I told you, I'm trying to work on his physique in this period. Um, what have you been I've doing? I've been, I've been going on bear cycles around like London. Road, road bike, oh, road cycling. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I've been cycling to like parts of London that I've never been to. I was I was up in Stratford actually the other day. It was near near your house. You never been Stratford, yeah, mate. Um, yeah, man. It's a long way. I went to the Olympic Park. Mm. Oh, sick. Yeah. What's interesting is there are so many people out and about by by the river, like more than ever. I really? find I'm seeing so many people doing exercise along like the canals in Mile End, um, yeah. along the river. Less people in parks, more people are going to. I think I guess because they're allowed to. Police aren't really checking. They can't yeah. lock the canals. You know? Yeah, they can't yeah, lock down. I, like. I remember seeing a video of an Italian, I think a mayor, talking about his town, just saying, "Why is everyone suddenly running now? You or, or like why? <laughs> why are you not suddenly um like I used to run in this town. There was only like two of us. Like who's who, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like why have you not just mm. decided that now is the perfect time for you to get your body? Like he's basically shouting at people to stay at home." and saying people are just running <laughs> so they can defy the law, basically. So he was getting annoyed. I think more people funny. are doing more exercise than ever. Yeah. It's funny, that. Yeah. I, I think I think it's always the idea of, like, being locked up at home. Like, it's like anything, isn't it? Like, when you're... So, for example, a lot of the time I'm at home watching films, right? Um, and that's what I do, even if there was no quarantine or no lockdown. But now that I have to do it, I'm like, oh, this is this sucks. I hear yeah. you. I hear so, you. So, it's, that's it's that's that that's it's the um control. It's like being controlled. Like in Germany, I mean, mo- most places in Europe, you can you can drink on the street, mm. and no one drinks on the street because you can. Mm. But in places that you can't, everyone wants to, to drink on the street. Yeah. So it's like they lock everyone up, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't leave." And everyone's like, um, "Well, I mean, I'm I'm getting my walk in a day." Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how far how far are you walking? About an hour and 15. Well, it's a decent amount of walking, man. And then a half an hour one at night. Jeez. Golden retrievers require a lot of exercise. But isn't that, aren't you breaking yeah, the law? That's two walks. It, it is, yeah. I just, I just leaked that information. Yeah. criminal, Jordan. Whoa. The thing that I think is, in Italy, they let, they let the um, dog walkers can walk as much as they want, I think, as long as they're socially distancing. Because the dogs need to walk. So right. the first walk, I'm going to a park, don't see anyone, because it's mm. like a big, big woods thing. And then the second walk is just around the streets, dropping big yeah. shits, pissing on the pavement, and then I um, <laughs> pick up the shit. <laughs> nice, man. I wonder if they're going to get stricter, because a lot of people are sunbathing, especially as the weather's good, you know, people want to be outside and want to be... Yeah. I know Greenwich Park has been pretty busy. Really? It's now. been packed, man. Brockwell Park's been closed now. So yeah, 3,000 yeah, yeah, people yeah, the other that. day. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy, it makes man. Me, I'm wearing this bubble. Like, everything's sort of the relatively the same for my life. And then you hear shit like that. You're like, shit, there is things going on. Um, I've got a friend in France, yeah. He, he says yeah. France is, like, we've got the same rules, but in France, in France, they're um, enforcing it. So they got the army on the streets, out there. So, and he can only go oh, around man. his block, and he can only use like the um, supermarkets right next to him. Like, and if he tries to drive to like bigger supermarkets, he could get stopped. And if they find out that you have a just as good supermarket near you, you get you get fined. Like the army's on, like they're actually enforcing it out there. Whereas here, like it's mm. a, a strong construction or something like that, and it's just like. No one's going to listen to that until we're forced to do it, if we're being honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, the what? thing is, man, I, the funny thing is, I thought when, 
when they were talking about lockdown, I really thought we were going to have army police enforcing it. It's interesting, like all the, especially all the kind of newspapers and stuff, they post like articles like saying um, lockdown and they'd have photos of trucks and stuff, like army trucks. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, and there's nothing, it hasn't happened, do you know what I mean? It's, it's really weird. Do, do, do you guys want that? Would you guys want that kind of attention on the street? If it's, if it's preventing people from going out? If it, if it worked in terms of like... Yeah, man, if, if it worked, I think, yeah, I think, I think maybe... Uh, Maybe maybe we need it because pe- pe- people don't listen really. Mm. But I don't know, it's man. Because you, you different approaches, like, you know. A normal person would just like me, for example. You're using your judgment to go. Well, I'm not allowed to go on this second walk, but firstly, the dog needs to walk, and and also, if I don't see anyone, I don't see the harm. But then you go. But other people shouldn't do that because they're not responsible. But then. No one. Uh, everyone. Is, everyone's exactly, thinking that. That's, that's exactly. That's it. what I mean. That's, that's if everyone's that's thinking exactly what I'm thinking. Like I went to the. And then park everyone's the going day. to the, to the park to walk their dog, and it might be yeah, busy. Yeah, I went to the. Um, yeah, I went to the park to walk Marnie and like throw the tennis ball, mm-hmm. and then I was gonna sit down, and I'm like, but if I sit down, I'm that person that I don't like seeing at the park that's sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> so. Exactly. But that's if you're that's resp- I, I mean, if you're responsible, but the thing is, no one's. Yeah, I think they need those boundaries, otherwise. Um, people just don't listen, I guess. Yeah, I I think I think they're gonna ramp things up, especially because obviously yeah. at the time at the time of recording this, Boris Johnson has just gone to hospital yesterday, um, mm. in intensive care, um, for him catching the the, the the coronavirus. So like, yeah, I think now it's gonna they're gonna just like ramp things up. If the prime minister is like hospitalized in intensive care because of the situation, like it's it's gonna get. I think it's, it's bound to kind of yeah. Go. But I yeah. mean, he 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 really um, with his job, he's meeting a lot of people. He's shaking a lot of hands. Well, he, was um, he, he wasn't was exactly he wasn't <laughs> exactly <laughs> self isolating, was he? He was bo- he was boasting you know? about it. Like, I can't like I don't, and I think it's obviously this is a human being. I like it's Alpha's finish. No, he's a human being. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's a human being, and obviously death is 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 something that we don't want, and illness is something that we don't want. But a guy was boasting about about him meeting people and shaking hands. What people. was he saying? He said his exact he words are. He's, is that words? I'm still shaking hands, ago. and I will continue shaking because, yeah. hands. I think I shook some hands with some Corona people. In fact, da, 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 da. don't worry. Da, 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 da. That's what he said. And then right. two twos. Man has got the flu flus. <laughs> yeah, man. man, I this I feel nice. um, I I'm like it feels like in a weird way I'm coming out or something, but it feels good to say that I've been past it. I feel like I've had it already. Oh, have you? Yeah. I was at this award ceremony where four people got hospitalized from it. Oh and my there was days. only two hundred there was only two hundred people at that ceremony. So oh, there's dude. a high that was four week five weeks ago. And then two like seven days later I got a really small fever and body aches and all that stuff. So I think high chance that yeah. if if I got something it would have been potentially from those people. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone was like mingling yeah. at that award ceremony, yeah, um, yeah. and uh, I reckon I've had it. So in a weird way, I feel safe. Like I can walk the streets, going like I'm not going to get anything. Well, that's that's but a theory. The, but the problem is, is that we you haven't been tested, and there isn't really testing in the UK so far. So I don't know if I haven't had it. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, I mean, I I think I had it as well, man. Um, I was with my girlfriend a couple of weeks ago, and she had all the symptoms. This is before lockdown, and um. 
I got ill. I had a temperature and that was my only symptom. Um, but she she ticked all the boxes, loss of taste of sense of smell. Um, so, yeah. Who knows? I wish yeah, we had kits though. I wish we had testing kits. Yeah. It really annoys the lack, me. The, the lack of testing is, is, is really bad. Um, seems seems mental, doesn't it? It's, it's really bad that we can't know. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that we can't know, which is like... We'll I just want to know. Like, yeah. You um, can pay 300 quid and go up to a private place in London and be tested, actually. Tom? But not, not in retrospect. What's that? Tom, lend me 300 quid, please. <laughs> I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing that's it. Only, but, um, that's only about 100,000 yeah. streams. Exactly. You've had a couple, couple, couple streams, Tom. <sighs> Easy, mate, yeah. <laughs> Easy. I'll get two uh, testing, mate. Test me 10 times. <laughs> about all the testing. Uh, right. <laughs> Speaking um, of streams, actually, congratulations to 44th Move. Woo! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So Speaking of streams, that's hilarious. I know, that was a terrible segment. <laughs> what kind segment. of transition is that? I got a project out with um, <laughs> Spaven. I got a project out with, oh, with, um, with Spaven called 44th Move. Uh, dropped two tracks. And, yeah, it's coming out. It's just a quick thing. It's coming out on Blackacre. And is it out yeah. now? Uh, the two yeah. tunes are out. The two tunes are out, and then the other two are out. Well, actually, there's I think there's five on the project, so the other three are coming out later in the month. And um, yeah, also I'm I'm releasing a lot of music, man. Out. I don't know what, when this podcast is coming up, but I'm putting the MV stuff back on, like on all streaming platforms. Oh, sick! Yeah, and dropping a bonus oh, set this Friday. Jeez. So dropping a like, what a, a new, new EP or the same one? So the same one, but I'm dropping a new track that no one's like heard before on Friday and that's going to be a bonus track from the from the Epoch EP Damn, and then Epoch. next week Jeez. Epoch's back on every all the all the streaming platforms and all that it's not back it's never been on there but, wow but yeah it's going Damn, on there. Baby. That's, wavy, man. that's crazy yeah so yeah project coming out and um, yeah let's talk about this man because later on I think Tom put up some film you put up a film thing on, on, on Insta right or something like that. Mm. You yeah, put up some, sick. some film music that you're testing out. I so did, yeah, yeah. Something I, I did yesterday. So Yeah, yeah man. Um, I'm going to talk... My, so let me talk you through what happens. I've gone on Tom's film thing. I've clicked on it. I've been like, oh, this is sick, okay. You go on Tom's, go on Tom's page, I see that his Yusuf thing is coming out on um, April the 24th, which is the same day 44th Moves coming out. And I was like... Oh! Kanye versus 50 Cent. So I'm like, oh shit, man, I didn't know. (laughs) But obviously you've had that out for time. So I go, message Ian, who's my manager, shout out Ian. I'm like, shit, did Mm. you know this Mm. is coming out on the same day? And he was like, what? No, I didn't know. Oh shit. So I go back and I'm like, "Mm, mm." I remember the Tom... What was that show? What was that that show Tom and Jordan did the same day? Uh, oh, Printworks and Printworks and Shepherd's Bush. Printworks and oh, Shepherd's de- Bush. Deadly Dane. Oh. That was a Deadly Dane. Are we live? Savage. That was a Deadly. Hey, wait, 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 hang on a minute. We've got to explain. We've got to explain what happened to everyone that's listening at home. <laughs> and 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 go. <laughs> so I can't. I can't. I can't really remember what happened that day. But I just remember that that day happened. They had a show on the same day. London show on the same day. <laughs> and since that happened. I went, I went to tend to, to avoid... I, I started to pay attention to a lot of people's... I pay attention to people's releases, but I just haven't been doing it recently. Yeah. Obviously, just because of times and whatever. So, yeah, mm. ended up 
dropping on the same day. Like, this ain't really Kanye West and um, 50 Cent, though. It's more like, <laughs> it's more like, I don't know, man. It's like bringing a knife to a bazooka fight. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so it's, nah, man. Uh, okay, uh, let's let's discuss that. Do you feel so, like so? So your record's coming out on the twenty fourth. Yeah, it's coming out twenty fourth, man. Coming out twenty fourth. Because they, they could have moved as all this other stuff. Do you guys I'm feel like with MV. Do you guys feel like um, releasing on the same day as somebody else that you're affiliated with is detrimental mm. to your campaign, or can it not help? Because everyone's going to be online checking the music anyway. I think it doesn't make a difference, but I just tend to yeah, avoid yeah. other people's releases just because you want to just support people's releases. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't think... Oh, it yeah, actually, I see, yeah. It, it never really... It never impacts number-wise or anything like that, I don't think, because people mm. exist in different mm-hmm. spaces at the end of the day, and people yeah. are smart enough to listen to more than one project in a day. <laughs> like, it's not... It's not... Yeah, it's not, yeah. Um, yeah. It's not really. I think it's a preference to not have two two records um, coming out on the same day that are in somewhat of a similar world. But it's not. It's really not a sort of um, game changer. I mean, yeah, I don't really. You know, would you you guys would you guys advise would you guys advise like somebody say like um, happened to me last time? Happened to me twice to be fair. I've got an album and then Drake's dropping an album on the same day. Obviously, me and Drake are not in the same stratosphere, let alone universe, right? But all the attention is going to go on Drake, right? Do I still go, oh, let me maybe move it if I should, or should it, does it not matter at all? Do you know what, for us, that doesn't matter. Like, if you were, if you were, um, I don't know, like, bigger in America and stuff like that, then I guess that would matter. Yeah. Or just up and coming in America, that would matter. But yeah. for someone like, yeah. uh, like, for us, if Beyonce drops yeah. an album, like, come on, that like, doesn't really, like, yeah. you can't live your life yeah. watching your back, like, Mm. in case a celebrity drops I'm more like yeah. um, watching out whether people I know are sort of dropping even yeah just just, think, just uh, more courtesy than anything else man I don't know it's not it do, like yeah. I said it doesn't impact the numbers at all I don't think but um, no, I, don't. I, I think it depends on how whether they sit in a similar lane as you or in a similar kind of world because also when you release something on, on that day um if you want to get sort of support from Spotify, or Apple Music, and these guys, they don't tend to promote loads of things at once. I mean, they'll focus on something for that day. So if if you're two artists in a very similar world, you might you know you might not both get on the on the Spotify playlist or whatever. You know, they might kind of prioritize one act. So I think that's, that's yeah. one thing. I, I think I think I think they would still put both in the playlist, but in terms of who gets the um, you know that picture, cover that cover yeah. photo. Yeah. I've never seen mm-hmm. a split screen. Cover one person's going to get the cover. Like one person will be at the top. Yeah, I guess. But like, I think if you live your sort of life like that, that can all happen, and then like a celebrity will die, and then like you're finished for the day. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's there's, like, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, there's so much. There's only so much prep you can do, and then like something else is just. Of like, course. Yes, man. But yeah, course, it's best yeah. to do as much prep as you can. You know, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not the, the end of though, is it? <laughs> it was like the same thing with um, when coronavirus started, like really getting big, yeah. getting like popping off, getting popular, lots of traction. Mm. Um, the we had this show, big show announcing for me in London at Somerset House. I, I wanted to ask you about that actually. Yeah, what, what was your thing? What was your thoughts behind that? Oh, yeah, I saw well, 
personally, I, yeah. I thought it was a, so. Basically, we announced the show. So I got a call the night before. I was like, "Is this going to be cancelled?" And I, I was saying, "I think it should, should sort of be cancelled because we don't know where we're going to stand in three months. Like July is only three two months away, sort of thing." Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's my biggest ticketed show, and it's the most expensive ticket. So mm. it's going to be hard to sell because. I mean, I sold out Roundhouse with lots of time left, but Jeez. I, mean, I mean, long story short, like it's more tickets, it's more credible and it's like an important gig. And anyway, so all this started happening with um, coronavirus. Yeah. And then they called, I got a call from someone the day before saying, look, we're not releasing the tickets now, but we're announcing it. And I yeah. was like, what a weird, that's, I just thought it was weird, but the promote it's because it's not my gig. It's it's like a festival. It's a promoter's yeah. show. Yeah. Um, Metropolis. And uh, uh, they posted they posted about it. And then like the ticket was meant to go live that week. And then they all decided we're, we're holding off. So tickets aren't even on sale yet. We're holding off tickets, which is crazy. So now like all that hype of that post is gone. Um, and I think realistically, even if everything's cleared up, in the next month, which is not going to happen, but let's mm. say it all clears up. Mm. People aren't going to really be buying tickets to things regardless. Like the, the industry is sort of super down at the mm. moment. A lot of people and are going to be skinned. Exactly. Yeah, if that show like goes ahead, it's only going to be like a third or a half sold. Mm. And it'll be like, should we have done it? And there's so many layers to it. And because it's that special moment. But What's, what's the, um, like, yeah, because I saw that and I was like, oh, okay, this is really, really strange. Because also, like, <clears throat> I think for me... That was, was after like, people had just, like, cancelled their tours. That, that's, it, felt, it felt really insensitive. That's what I, that's yeah. what, that's what, that's, that's what I felt. It felt like yeah. people are cancelling tours, people are, like, losing, like, mm. all of their lives. And, you're, and, like, I was like, this doesn't sound... It didn't sound like you, to be fair. Because it was like, Do you know what? Hey, it everyone, sounded like a, it I've sounded got a show! Like, um, it sounded like... Um, it was almost like a... You know, like psychopaths. You know, like, when, like, you yeah. see, like, I was scrolling <laughs> through my Instagram... And then yeah, just seeing, exactly. just seeing, oh, we're gonna die, we're gonna die, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. We're gonna... Oh, I'm playing Somerset House. That like, you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, like, it's uh, it's weird. It's weird to post about anything good. Do you know what yeah. I was wondering? Yeah. Well, I think you've got to be mindful at these times, man. I was, I was, but I was thinking, yeah, I was sort of thinking about musicians mm. as well because I was like, look, if I got music coming out, like, am I, am I supposed mm. to not post about it then? In just just to yeah, post like, about the music that's that helps people. That's man. different, yeah. That's that's different. But I think I if think. you're saying like, oh, I won two Grammys, yay, or like some shit like that, people don't want to hear that right now. Like, Whereas oh, if you're yeah. giving them art, then that's that's something you know they want that. Yeah, I think it's totally different. I think right now, well, personally, and I think at the you have to understand when Jordan posted that poster, it yeah. was like the 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 middle of like it's about to kick off. Like yeah. people are like. Like Coachella's just shut down, like all the festivals are shutting down, and then he announced it. And also, there wasn't tickets to buy to buy, which I yeah. found really strange. It was a really strange. Like there was, it, it was, was like, hey, I'm everyone, say, hey everyone, I mean, I'll probably me, get in trouble me. for saying it, but I thought it was, I thought it was a bad idea. <laughs> no, but you're right though. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So you're right like you're, like, you're fully right. Like you're not gonna get in trouble. Like, <laughs> like and now I'm right. gonna get. Um, there's there's so many. It's like. There's so many, it was just poor timing. It's going to sell poorly. It's going to lose its hype. It's going to be less meaning. Yeah, I sort of, in a really dark way, wish 
it doesn't happen now because I want that. I really want that show to be special, and mm. it's going to be like an aftermath of people not really going to want to go out. And this Corona thing is going to go on for months, mm. months longer than July, I think. Yeah, when is it, so. Jordan? Is is it in July? It's in July, first week of July, like right in the. Right. You know what it is though. Right you in see, the hustle. You see, um, as everyone clocked, everyone's moved everything to September. Everyone's yeah. moved everything to September, so. The amount of shows, Tom, I think your is your tour moved to September as well. Mm. There's loads yeah, of I think everyone that rescheduled that had April May sort of shows, they're playing in September. And I'm like, mm. are people gonna like come to every there's gonna be a such a huge amount of shows that I just don't know how that's gonna run, to be honest. Um Yeah. yeah. We, I, I was supposed to tour I was supposed to tour this year with the album and like, I I was, we were just like no, like remove that. So we're doing it like next year. Like we just like long, like because I just don't feel like if you're not a heavy hitter, um, you're going to be competing against a lot of people. Um, and I was yeah. like, you know what? I I'm not big enough to be able to be like confident in. Yeah, we're, we're doing a big tour. Like do you know what I'm saying, like. But I guess I guess done. the so, biggest I guess the better question is um when is like Jordan said when is anyone gonna come out again? Like after this year, yeah. When is anyone gonna come out to um? To a show this year's a write off, bro. This year, this year's a write off, bro. Yeah, my agent was telling my manager, who told me um, that in in America or in other parts of Europe, like there's all that hold system where your agent can get in touch with the venue in Amsterdam for the 21st mm -hmm. of November, mm -hmm. but it's taken. But they haven't confirmed, so you're like on second or third hold. Mm -hmm. But in America right now, they're not accepting holds because of how much money they're going to lose over the summer they're accepting anyone that wants to you can jump the queue if you put a deposit on the venue nah. wow so like everyone's like basically there's no holding system at the moment you gotta like put your feet down like mm. i want this venue now can i have it i want to put the deposit down boom here it is and you get the bar and sort of thing and like people are having to adjust and i know other people that are like at, at bigger level venues that are having to book for the end of 2021 now because all those people have shifted you know like mm. it's crazy and they have all these album campaigns so and this is just music like there's all that other shit like normal jobs that people are like mm. struggling with mm. ours are just shows yeah I, I, luckily it's only shows i i i yeah i am i'm very like trying to be very mindful of like um being grateful that like I think all of us are pretty like in this chat are like really grateful for the position that we're in that we can like survive and like function in this capacity because there's some people that literally can't do you know what I'm saying musicians that have like not like can't do anything and I think it, it, it's it's that it's that tough balance of like being grateful but then also being mindful of people's feelings do you get what I'm saying and kind of finding that balance of like yeah like because the, the music industry is going to change like it's going to change drastically because this type of hit on everybody, every sector, like live sector, even like I think like the recording company set, like that, that's also changing as well because people's like companies can't keep people on. A lot of like, especially with like 360s and stuff, a lot of record labels have lost, the, losing loads of money. So they're more likely to like drop people or not release music because they're like, well, we've lost 30% of our finance, 40% of our finance off live with this situation because no one's performing. And that's, and that's what's mad is that it's like, it's not just the like under, underground independent artists that are struggling. The massive artists like with huge tours, like say for example Stormzy, who's a rapper from the UK, 
He has he has a massive world tour planned, right? And he has three O two dates that have been sold out that are supposed to be happening this year. And I'm just like, what? Like, how does that even work? Does anybody even know? Like, how does they, that are work? they sold out? The tickets sold, sold out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I imagine he's going to get um, a read. Uh, they'll get a new date, and if you brought a ticket, just move it to that but, date. But, but, but I'm, I'm more talking about like, um, like, did, did, did they lose any kind of money? Because like, if you if you got a good tour manager, they probably book flights mm. for like the worst of the world tour. Oh yeah, you would have. You lose that. Yeah, so that's, they're that's not insuring all... against the virus, so yeah. for that sort of thing, you'd lose. That. That's but big, to man. be fair, promoters were like from earlier, like maybe even late Feb. Uh, or maybe even mid-Feb, I was getting, like, promoters emailing, like, listen, don't book flights. Just don't book any flights yet. This is for shows that I had in, like, scheduled for maybe late March or, like, just even mid-March. Like, all my, basically, all my shows mm. that's been cancelled, promoters got in touch, like, quite quickly, and they were like, listen, don't book flights. So they didn't have to do that for, um, uh, because that's not where their money was. I'm booking my own flats. So... Some of them jumped the gun and were like, look, listen, don't book any flats yet and we'll let you know what's going on. And things ended up being cancelled. So hopefully a lot of artists got the same sort of heads up from promoters about about flats. Mm. But it's just sad because there's certain artists whose tours were just literally starting as mm. we were locking down. Mm. And, yeah. and they would, it would have been way I too know, late for them. I know someone that's on a retainer, which means, I'm sure you guys know, but I'll explain it for the people. Mm. It's like, you can have if someone in your band that's a session musician that could get paid a day rate, like 300 pound, 200 pound, whatever, mm. a gig. Yeah. Whereas people for really famous artists get paid like a yearly salary because they need to sort of be on call for whenever. Anyway, they're on a retainer and their artist cancelled all their tours, but they were still contractually had to get paid. Right. So, so they were getting paid. They were getting yeah. paid to not be on tour, not traveling, and they were like, "Holy shit, I fucking locked out so hard." That's um, that's crazy. It's insane, that's sweet, man. That's crazy. So um, they're on like a really good salary, of like a big artist. Yeah. But I'm sure, I want. That's what I mean. It's a fine line. Yeah. Like, what happens when they're now active? Do they just not get paid for those gigs because yeah. they already were paid? Oh, yeah. I wonder how... Yeah, how does that work? Mm. It's going to be have to be a conversation. Yeah, no yeah, man. Idea. I mean, a mate of mine is back at his parents' house and he... Uh, his job, they've stopped employing him, but he's getting paid 80% of his income with yeah, the government scheme. So okay. he's literally sitting at home playing Warzone, getting paid 80% of his income, <laughs> which he's right. really happy about. Um, but yeah, man. See, it's going to be interesting to see how that how that affects everyone, the, the government's mm. helping schemes and stuff. Mm. We're going to have to pay for it in the next five years, probably. Oh, bro, yeah. Like, yeah. But I, I, what, I'm interested to hear, like, the art that comes out of it. Like, the art that comes out of, like, the albums that come out next year or the year after, in this period of time where, like, everyone is, like, isolated. Yeah. And if, like, if the sound will change. I wonder if, like, when we come back, will, will the sound change? Oh, you think um, you got? The, there's a theory that if um, people aren't clubbing as much, people aren't gonna be making clubbing sounding music. If that makes sense. I I, I agree with that. Like as much anyway, because where are people gonna meet up to listen to this? Um, <laughs> yeah, I I fully agree. So there might be more introspective music, like on the rise. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Which would be good for me. But so, so, more relaxing yeah, music. So, so, so out, technically, Alpha will then become pop. 
<laughs> nah, do you know what? It this is, is his moment. <laughs> like, I think lo-fi beats and stuff like that, just things people listen to at home. Like Tom just said, relaxing sort of stuff will be the new... Yeah. Yeah, that might be the new thing, music to work to, basically. I don't know. Mm. Board game yeah, music. Board game music. <laughs> 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 nah, yeah, I... I um. Yeah, I, I, I think I think that I think that's gonna happen. I think that's gonna be a real introspective, calm, relaxing music will be the next. I don't yeah. know, man. I have no idea. I don't think we can predict what what the music was gonna, gonna happen with the sound. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's so hard to predict anything, man. TikTok oh, things, TikTok music. You know that um. Uh, yeah. That seems to be popping off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that that'll probably still that probably do. Well, Drake, Drake, Drake made a song. Especially for TikTok, like his new song. Only rappers do that, man. They make tunes to get on TikTok, and then they just like their songs yeah. go viral. Yeah, Drake, Drake, Drake done one. It's, it's gonna be like massive. That's mad. It's, yeah, I need to get on that train, man. That TikTok train. Do it, baby. Me too, bro. Yeah, man. Do it, boys. Let's I'll, all I'll make get, a TikTok tune. We'll make a dance tune. Yeah, like with different. Alpha, like, I'd love steps. to hear your TikTok tune, man. Alpha, <laughs> um, <laughs> could do it. Come with a banger. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I want to hear that, man. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, go on then. Let's um, collab. Poetry in motion okay. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> That's poetry in motion. All right, cool. So, are we ready to reveal our new segment that we've added, like to to, to the people? We haven't done it oh, this shit. week, but we've got a new segment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, right. exactly. We yeah. haven't done it this week. I was we like, done. I'm not prepared. Yeah, we've done it this week. But basically, um, we've got a couple bits of news and hopefully I'm um, if this is correct um, first of all we're going to be doing this show weekly we're going to be doing a podcast weekly um, together pressure yeah um, to, you know to, to, to help with the quarantine woes um, that's the first bit of good news uh, the second bit of good news is that we're going to now be adding a segment where we play our four songs that we chose like as um, what we like and then the fifth song is going to be a song that we receive from the audience. So we're going to be listen. Each of us will be listening um, each week. One of us will listen to some songs and then bring them to the people to ask for. And then we're going to choose a song that we're going to play that is from the audience. Um, and basically, I think what, what do we, how do we decide we're going to get it sent to us? Is it through DMs? Um, yeah, DM the, 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 account, DM the yeah. Are We Live Instagram. Um, yeah. DM links yeah, cool. to your tunes. And. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll just sift through that. We'll just go through that yeah. and um, choose a tune to analyse, break down. Um, just give yeah. our own opinions on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like our advice. Nah, I don't know about advice, but we'll use. Yeah. It'll be what we what we think about the tune, basically. Um, so yeah, send so send through your links. That'd be good, man. I think yeah. that'd be a good. Yeah. And we'll do please that every week. Please don't spam. Yeah, please don't spam though. Don't like send like a link like twenty times. Like we'll get it if you send it if you DM the Are We Live um, Insta. Yeah, we'll get we it. will get it. We will get it. So yeah, cool. Yeah, I agree. All right, cool. Should we get should we get into the to the music section today, guys? Shit, boys, who's gonna go first? I'll go first. Started off nice and relaxed. Cheers. All right, Jordan. Do it. Okay, everybody, I'm off first. Here we go.
track was called Keep You Kimmy by a band called Herd featuring Yukimi Nagano. What do you guys fucking think of that one? It's a bit of a slow burner to start you off. 
So what do you um, <laughs> what do you think? What is this band? Is this her band? This is just this seems to be. No, her, so right? this is a band. This is a band um, from Netherlands, and she features on the whole album. But it's their album. I think this is before she was in Little Dragon, mm. and uh, this is a singer from Little Dragon, by the way. And um, she, I remember. Yeah, I think that. I think that's basically the main story. It's not her band. My vibrato is crazy, man. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, yeah. Slow. I've, so, what I think of this is, I like the. There's sort of a relentless groove going on here. Like it's just like, duh, duh, duh. Like go, keeps going all the way through. Um, it's sort of relentless, and I liked yeah. I liked hearing uh, her voice on this sort of stuff, because I've always heard the um, I don't know potential for other stuff when listening to Little Dragon, but obviously yeah. she hardly features outside of Little Dragon, or they just feature as Little Dragon on other things. So. Um, it's yeah. good to hear her on something else, to be honest. Um, there was some weird, man, dissonant harmony going on. I don't know if there were trumpets or flugels or I something. thought I was hearing that from somewhere else. No, no, no. no, it was no, actually it was part of the track. Yeah. I know it's part of the track, yeah. Every time, every time it came in, I was like, oh, like as in, I, I enjoyed it. Um, but definitely wasn't expecting it. But I did enjoy it when it was in. It was like interesting in it because it was quite relentless uh before that as in the groove so it sort of broke it up and yeah. made me snap out of the dream of listening to it if that makes sense but yeah that's mm. what i think of it i liked it man i, I, I want to hear this album because i like hearing her on different things like i said what does everyone else think yeah um i i find it boring like really boring like as in like maybe maybe i was i'm not deep enough to get it i felt like I felt like, you know, like at school, yeah, and the teacher's like doing some, like, some incredible work about something and you've come in late and you've missed all of it. I feel like I've missed the entire lesson and that, like, if I understood the context of why it's great, I would have loved it. But like, <laughs> that's that, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I just kind of was like, mm. I, I, I kind of got it. It felt like I, I got it from like the first minute of the song. Like, okay, it's gonna, like, there's nothing really. But then maybe I'm saying maybe I'm not the, the depth for me wasn't maybe I'm not deep. No, enough. I think that's fair. I think that's that's sort of the, that was like the vibe of their production, <laughs> Mon- monotonous like yeah. medita- meditative pulse. Uh, yeah, I kind of I was over it by like about two minutes in. Two minutes in, I was like, all right, we get it. Like that's that's how I yeah. felt. I thought it was interesting. I haven't I haven't heard much like it. Um, but f- same for me. I did. I it didn't do, didn't do anything for me. Like I kind of. Yeah, I found it boring. Um, and her, her oh, voice was wow. annoying. <laughs> found her voice annoying. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I found her voice annoying, man. I think... Really? Yeah. I'm with Tom. I feel... Wow. You know what? She's got... On that song, by the way. I feel like I've heard that voice quite a lot, man. I, I hear that kind of style quite you, a lot in female listen, singers these what? days and it just jars me. What do you call, what'd you call you that listen style to of song? She, but in a weird way, she is the um, originator. She is like, she's she's the yeah, she's the one that created that sound. Right. Yeah, she's probably the OG, isn't she? Yeah, like there are some people. I'm not going to name any people. She sounds like people that I know. There are some people that are, that are we'll see on the same page. in the UK. Yeah, um, I, yeah, that, exactly. Wow. I, 
I like, I was like, this sounds like a couple dons, and I was like, listen, a couple dons in London, mad, yeah, it's a bit mad right now because I was like, hey, even I was thinking that. Sorry to go off on a bit yeah. of a tangent. I was thinking that about like, um, I heard a Jay Diller beat recently, even though I didn't listen, haven't listened to much, mm-hmm. and oh, I thought about like. No, 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 no. Um, this is good, this is, this is, trust me, this is good, and I was like, this is fucking crazy, but it sounds like everything now, and it's because everyone's so influenced by him now, Yeah. Um, and I saw Chris Dave drumming for Glasper a couple, like a month ago, Yeah. at the London show, I went to the show, Yeah. and I was like, I was this there. is, I mean, it's Chris Dave, he's one of my favourite drummers, but he was doing the thing that everyone has now stolen, yeah, and like I was like I've seen this before, and then I realized, wait a minute, he's the guy he's that the has created this. Do you, like, do you, do you reckon that like, Do you reckon like people get pissed if you're like the originator of something and everyone's doing it, and then now it's no longer original? Or do you think it's a compliment? Well, it's a compliment, people, man, because the people trace it back. Artists, and you're the OG. All, yeah, all the groundbreaking artists always change, though. Like they, they, there's in those rare ten people. I mean, yeah. there's more, but like. They kept changing, so they couldn't really get copied. Mm. Well, they could, yeah, but they were changing. And people can yeah. try and do Chris Dave, but no one does it as well as him. You know what I mean? No one can no. ever do Chris Dave as well as Chris Dave. But they still mm. really it. are like influenced by that broken style. Mm. Influenced, but you can tell it's not Chris Dave. Yeah, true. Mm. This is it. No, oh, I, yeah. When I saw him live, I was just amazed, man. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Um, like, anyway. there's a there's a thing about jazz, man. It's like people sort of just copy other people. That's one thing I didn't like. Like starting up trying to learn jazz stuff, it seemed to be the whole point of the genre was to copy other people's stuff, then attain their skills so you're at a certain skill level, and then make your own stuff. But I feel like what's ended up happening is you copy people, but because you can't copy people to the point of actually you know, becoming them, you end up falling short and then you create your own sound because you're not as good, if that makes sense. Uh, or you're not. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, yeah, I get exactly what So saying. then you have your own unique sound now because you've tried to get there, but you've ended up somewhere else. Because no, like, yeah. th- there's boring people that will sound exactly like someone else. But for, to me, that's kind of boring. But if you aim, you have your influences... <laughs> and you just sort of fall short or you go somewhere else, you're like, I like this about this person, but there's this one little thing I don't like, so I'm not going to do that. But in that, you sort of create your own sound here and there. And I think that's what people have ended up doing. And I I don't know how to feel about it, to be honest, but I sort of have no say in it because that's just how to learn, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's just learning in general. I think any sort of genre, I think everyone does that. Like, when I started rapping, I did the same thing. I started, like, all my favourite rappers, like, identically, and then you just kind of learn. And I'm pretty sure it's the same for, like, singers and, and musicians. You just kind yeah. of copy, and then you kind of go, oh, hang on a minute, I don't like when they do this. Or maybe my voice sounds better mm. doing this, and then you just yeah. learn. Um, yeah, it could, I, be, it could be a learning curve. Like, even as an artist, you kind of... I've released so much music, and if you look from my voice from the start of my career and where it is mm. now, mm. I've come into my own as, as I've got older, and... You, but it's all out there. The whole discovery's out there, and you can see the progression as as an artist. But it takes time to find your your sound, you know. Yeah, I think. Um, sorry, one more thing about that is, I was chatting to someone about Paul Etworth, who's the producer, yeah. Yeah. and he's he's worked. 
he's doing the big stuff now, but he's done like hip hop stuff. He's done like pop stuff, rock stuff. Mm. And I was thinking all he is, is a collect, he's a collection of inspirations, but he's able to articulate that with his production. Whereas like people that can't articulate it, I just end up being good tastemakers. Mm. But he, he, as in people, I don't really know how I'm trying to explain it, but basically he's got such an eclectic taste of music. Mm. However, he's able to recreate some of those inspirations in a new sound. Mm. Yeah. He merges them together to create something. He blends it together. And it just made me think of like all good artists and producers are just people that are able to recreate multiple collections of what they love so when you listen to an artist you're actually sort of listening to a collection of what they like Definitely. in terms of what music they like a hundred percent like yeah. alpha likes hip-hop clearly and he likes um different harmony and he likes like ethereal melancholy stuff yeah. and you can like hear that but mm. probably you listen to those specific styles separately yeah. or, or mm. and yeah, that's why yeah. it's not weird to say in a try not to be as arrogant as possible but like <laughs> you should be a fan of your own music mm. as much yeah. as you're a fan of, of other course, people's man. music. I'm my biggest fan, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love something, Jordan, you once tweeted something. You said, um, if, you're lo- if, you're, if you haven't got inspiration, you should um, study what you, the, person, the artists that you love, study who they listen to or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was a really useful bit of um, information. Yeah. What did you uh, say? Yeah. What was what was the tweet, man? That was basically it. Yeah, if like study your or go research your influences, influences or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. agree. Because I yeah, also cause... like what's what's cool about that is is that like for me like like um listening to way like different music helped like so the songwriting process like if I listen to a folk artist which Alpha kind of got me into to be fair like their writing is way different and it's way more poetic for me so I'm able to then take some elements from that and add that to hip-hop. I'm going, okay, well, that the imagery that that, that, that folk art, artists do, which is kind of like a standard, like, it's pretty much always imagery and yeah. stuff and, like, nature and stuff like that. I'm able to now take that and go, okay, well, I really like whether they use language in this. I'm going to then transfer it over. And then it's even great because you're, you're, you're creating something um, different. Just off, fresh. The, off the bat, yeah, off the bat that it's not hip-hop. So you're going, yeah. you're taking something that's not hip-hop, putting it into hip-hop, yeah. and then from that, it's like, yeah, you just take little bits from there. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm. All right. Cool. Who's up next? Who's going next? Uh, I'll go next. I'll go next. Lately, lately, time's been unforgiving, and it's crazy. Crazy, you're what I've been missing. And I've said in the past, this one gon' last. And I move too fast, and shit falls apart. And I know you've been used, talk you've been through. But girl, you got me feeling brand new. Oh, Make 
heaven, baby, you know, you know, you know. Take another ending, baby, go slow Just hold, hold on to this thing that we got going on And I've said in the past, this one's gonna last Then I move too fast, shit falls apart And I know you've been used, all you've been through Girl, you got me feeling brand new, Fuji uh, featuring Sid B with Mint. Um, I, I saw um, Floyd Fuji in LA. Uh, I was there Tom. as well. Yeah, with Tom. Me, Tom, and the uh, um, uh, Hablo Brown boys. Hablo uh, Brown boys. Um, Yan was there. The Mandem. Yeah, yeah we, we, we walked into this to this bar. The Yandem. Um, the Yandem. The Yandem. <laughs> Shout out to Yan. Shout out to Yan every time. Um, we walked to this bar and um, this guy, Floyd, was just there. Um, absolutely just like... Well, you didn't hit. know who he was playing? Not, not like... Hablo Brown Boys knew of him. Like, they were talking about oh, him. Yeah. But, but, I, but I'd, never, I'd never heard of him. At all. He was the support act for this band playing. Yeah. And um, his live performance was, like, phenomenal. It was one of the best things I've yeah. seen. Yeah. Amazing. Mental. Yeah, and so then, yeah, I've, I've kind of always kind of, like, been listening and kind of... Um, mm. And stuff, and yeah, and then he dropped this song. Um, I heard the demo of the song before, and then like yeah, he dropped the, this this version of it, and uh, yeah, so that's what. But what, what what do you guys think? Yeah, this sounds good, man. Do you know who's Sid B? Do you know Sid B? She's a singer. I think, that's, I think that's she's a female friend. singer. Oh, so yeah. okay. Cool. Singer, yeah. Oh, is that not Sid from the internet? No. Oh. So Did first of all, um, anyone correct me if I'm wrong, but like. Either this guy sampled Justin Timberlake until the end of time, or oh, he, um, whoever was producing it, listened to it heavily before making this tune. <laughs> like literally, is down that to pre-chorus. The, no, 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 yeah, the drums, pre-chorus. the drums, it's the drums, the drums. Yeah, yeah. Even <laughs> the, the, the a, even the a little yeah. sound effect oh, that yeah. Timberland's got in the background. Yeah, uh, um, I forgot. That's yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, it's, it's that. But you know what? The vocals as well had like some throwback vibes, like. The pre-chorus sounded like something, man. Some R and B. Did anyone recognize that? I didn't get it. From I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The vibe definitely. Um, but I'm talking about the actual. Um, yeah. Sounds like actual sounds. But um, that's good to hear it sort of repurposed for like this sort of. This definitely sounds. It, it sounds sort of old school, but it definitely sounds like if you told me it was made this year or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. definitely. Do you know what I mean? So. 
Yeah. I, I quite I kind of like it because it's not like a bait. I don't think the sample sort of bait. They do that. I think the whole drums, it probably changed up everything, but definitely direct influence. It sounds, it sounds cool, man. I used to listen to this kind of stuff a lot back in the back in those days. You know the uh, Justin days, uh, Timberland, <laughs> Timberland, um, that double album. I can't mm. remember what it's called now. Nah. Can't remember what it's called. Uh, Future Sex Love Sounds. Ah, that's the one. That was a big album. But anyway, yeah, this tune's good, man. The guy's voice is really nice. The um, yeah. the girl as well, yeah. man. And they were kind of blended together. I didn't really um. That's why I wanted to know a bit more about her, like whether she was at the um, support as well, whether she was. Um, interesting, was, interesting was, feature yeah. considering she just did BVs. Yeah, I was yeah, wondering yeah, that. Yeah, um, that's a weird that. one. She's probably yeah. giving her her dues, isn't it? Her giving her, I don't know. Maybe she wrote it. Yeah. yeah. Or she had some hand in the writing. Yeah, maybe. true. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, like yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah, she wasn't singing on him with him at in the LA show, at the LA show. Right. I love his voice. It's sick. I mean, I love the classic. Because I do it a lot as well. Have the verse in one mic, and then you open up with the gang vocal in the chorus. Jeez. I love that shit, man. Here he is. That stacked gang vocal. There he is. Um, it's it's nice. It was just nice. That could go right in with that um, board game playlist for me. Yeah. Just like feel feel good vibes. It's it's, it's just R and B in it. It's just R and B, like it's yeah, just, yeah. R and B, just like. really good, this, just good R and B. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, what do you think? I like it, man. I haven't heard this one actually. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm a fan of him, man. After seeing him live, I was like, this guy is gonna be. He's gonna be big. That's what I thought seeing him live. Yeah, his um, show was ridiculous. Like his show is like guys. His show was, it was like. It felt like it went from like a small was it with like a band? little yeah it had a band it went from like a the small band. LA LA club to like it felt like he was in like a massive you could see him he was on yeah he was on singing he was singing playing guitar doing the solos like it was something about seeing him live I feel like his music doesn't actually translate as well on the records as you know when you see it live it was like it was something special man so I'm, you um, need to get him on beyond the groove mate already on it <laughs> oh he's already on it. No, we oh, talked to him. You're on the case. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, chant to him, chant to him. Yeah. Yes, mate. Barney, get involved, yeah, mate. Get involved. Here it is, mate. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> so yeah, should I should I go next? Yeah, yeah, you go next, mate. Oh, sick. Alright, bro. Cool, cool.
Yeah, so um, that was a tune by a guitarist called Wolfgang Muffspiel, and it's called a triad song. It's off the album Rise and Grace, um, released in 2016. I'm looking at the Spotify, so I'm not like some sort of information god. Yeah, so there ba- basically <laughs> there's like a the players on this is just some of my favourite musicians on each instrument, really. Ambrose Akimazuri on trumpet, Brad Meltdown on piano, um, Larry Grenadia on bass and Brian Blade on um, drums. I've got projects by all of them, really, apart from Larry. But yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, this is Triad Song. Just what do you, what do you think? What do you think? I, I absolutely loved it. Like, absolutely loved it. And the thing is, yeah, with jazz, yeah, I've actually got a question. Not a question, but... Like, you see bad jazz and good jazz, yeah? Is there a massive difference? Because, basically, I'm bare scared sometimes, yeah, to be like, oh, this is, like, this is sick. But then I'm like, am I just am I just liking it? Because, okay, so if my boy, my, my friend Jake, yeah, shout out to my friend Jake. Um, he said, yeah, that... The, the, the saying that he said was, man them in the hood love instruments. Basically, if anybody doesn't understand what that means, it basically means that People are just like really excited, like in the area that I'm from, by just like an instant matching shout out to money. Um, Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I agree. She agrees. Like, by, by just like the idea of a sound, yeah? So sometimes I'm worried that I'm listening to jazz, yeah? And I'm like, oh, I'm just liking this because I like the instrumentation of it. Like, I just like the instrument. And rather than like the technical, why is like, why do I like it? Like, why is it good? Like, is there. And, what, and would I be able to differentiate something that's terrible or something that's really, really good? It's a thing. Uh, yeah. you'd, you'd, have to, you'd have to listen to it. By the way, you liking it because you like the instrumentation. That's valid. It doesn't make you uh, okay. like a worse listener than anyone else, which is another problem people that listen to jazz have. Um, yeah. You can like it. You may not be able to articulate why or the certain harmony that's going on in there, but it's still a yeah. valid like. There'll be jazz tunes you don't like. It's no less valid, man. There'll be jazz tunes you're like, okay. what is this? What's going on here? Okay. Um, or okay. you, per- I personally don't mm. like this. This sounds horrible to me. So, yeah, okay. to answer your question, yeah, there, but, there is good in jazz, but yeah. bad jazz for you. Because um, I loved that because it just felt like, I don't know, like there was like a journey and it was just like really like cool to kind of be a part of it. And like the eight minutes kind of flew by for me. I don't know, like, it, that, and that's like a great indicator. Because sometimes I look, I, I look at like, song lengths and I go oh god eight minutes oh what am I going to do for eight minutes but like <laughs> listen to the song <laughs> yeah well, yeah <laughs> no I got you but, got you, though, but, got like, you. But, there's, but there's some songs that are like three minutes long that sound like please just end do you know what I'm saying and then like um, <laughs> but this one kind of felt I'm not in a horrible way Jordan I'm not, I'm not sending for you yeah but your song was four minutes and it felt like ten minutes and this one was eight minutes and felt like like three and a half four minutes, minutes. yeah so like for me it, it I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved it. But yeah, sorry. Anyone else? I think it was sick. I love the um, I like I love just the minimal. It felt like minimal and just moody, and there was so much space. Every mm. that's the beautiful thing about. I feel like it was recorded live, but like these live albums, like everyone's listening to each other in the room. Yeah, and they're like hearing where they can coexist with each part. It's really nice, and also the fact that like three of them did a solo sort of thing. Um, yeah, 
it's it's interesting to hear the different take everyone's different take on the harmony because of the different backgrounds they have uh, is one of those guys american is brian blade the only american um no nah, um i swear they're all american apart from brian Melder. W- apart from wolfgang who i think he's austrian oh, oh I, um but he might okay. be american but i, I don't know well I, I know he's fr- like he's austrian like that's his I always, I always feel like there's like a different there are so many different choices with like European jazz players to American jazz players and like particularly for example Tig- Tigran Hamasayan like never does bebop licks or something he's always doing like different harmony I don't know it's something about the harmony and um, I felt like it had elements of that in there maybe because he's obviously from Austria yeah as you can Maybe. see, Austrian. Yeah, he's Austrian. Yeah, it was cool. It was really nice. Nice journey. Beautiful. Tom doesn't hey man, seem I, impressed. I, like, yeah. I liked it. I, I really he's on liked mute. it. You're on mute, Tom. You're on mute, Tom. Oh, no, I said I really liked it. Um, <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with you, Barney. I, I liked the instrumentation. I liked how... I liked how the guitar was playing those those triads, like descending up and down triads. I really love that on the guitar. Uh, that I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Ah, I'm um, with you. Music college, mate. <laughs> um, and and just the harmony was just really. I just like the harmony, man. It it, mm. it touched me. You know, certain mm. harmony uh, makes me feel things, and and that was yeah. something about that was really nice. You know, I like I like that sending. I do that on the guitar. It's like a triad thing, and you just go up and down, and you can have like just by like changing the bass note, it can completely change like the. The harmony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. The emotion. Yeah, man. Yeah, had good emo- good emotion. Yeah, man. Um, what I really like about it is they're all playing at the same time. Apart from trumpet, who pretty much does the melody and then the solo at the end. Um, normally, when there's a piano solo or a guitar solo, a lot of the time, piano and guitar like to stay away from each other. They like to okay, it's your turn. You play because they're both harmonic instruments. They're both like. So if, if the piano player tries to do something out of key, for example, and plays a chord along with that, a guitarist, it's hard for them to comp along with that if they're just playing a normal song. So I think they've all agreed on this tune to pretty much stick to the harmony that the song is and just play all together. So that, that, had, a, that had a new sort of um, dynamic on it because, um, yeah, playing live especially, because this band setup is exactly my live setup. And what I've been doing recently, um, not recently, say the last half a year, I've been sort of telling uh, uh, guitarist Jamie Lehman to play with me as well, like when we're all, like we should all support whoever's soloing because it's normally either me or him. So, yeah, it's nice to hear a song where everyone is playing and it's not like, oh, it's your turn to wank. Okay, now it's your turn to wank. Now it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's, um, it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man. Cool, cool. Who's who's last? Tom's up. Uh, I'll go Thomas. last. Make I'm torn between two tunes. Fuck. Um, water, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Beautiful escape. Don't forget that one. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to choose...
So that was corn. Yeah, that was Cornfield Chase by Hans Zimmer. And um, he's like the go-to guy for film scores. He's done. He did like Inception. That was from Interstellar. Um, he did Batman. He's done like. He's literally done so many films. And uh, it's something I really want to get into. I want to get into film scoring and just studying. Um, the, not so much. It's not all about you know. It's, it's kind of not. Even though that was something just that repeated. It's like a theme that comes back throughout the movie and um, and having different ways of arranging it and. And I, I want to kind of listen to more of his stuff and get an idea on the instrumentation and stuff like that. You know, that the way he brings orchestras and stuff. And yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, 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 I loved it. Um, I hate the movie, but yeah, Interstellar is terrible. Can we talk but about the movie for a second, just quickly? It's terrible. Can we talk it's, about it's the terrible. movie? So I was the really invested in the movie. Um, yeah like pushing the boundaries of science and all that stuff and then it just ugh, left a bad taste cop- in my mouth like the just i i don't the know the cop out is terrible it's ho- the cop out was horrible hor- it's so horrible that it's not worth <laughs> watching the film what i don't i don't remember the ending being that bad was it's it co- it's, it's just a massive cop out basically i don't want to ruin it for anybody how can you make, it, how can you make a film how can you make a whole film like scientific and stuff like that or at least pushing the boundaries of science and then have everything fueled mm. by the power of love at the end. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, man. Not, not the best, not the oh, best ending, but um. But yeah, yeah. No, but no, Hans Zimmer, man. Hans Zimmer's the dude, man. <laughs> I want to. I want to try and. I want to try and get into that. That Go world. On, but I, put it back. I don't know how, it back, I don't know how you get into that world. It's like a. It's kind of outside the music industry. Yeah, it's kind my, of something that's separate. My, um, that's my big dream, man. To get into um film stuff. Um, as well, so mate, we could we could do some stuff. Um, bro, geez. I'm down, bro. I'm yeah, yeah. down. So so there's with this one, like I know this soundtrack. I forgot I've got it, and I've you know listened to it quite a bit. And Hans Zimmer's just got like, if you go all the way through his movies, man, he's got themes reoccurring even between movies. Do you know what I mean? Themes that come back again and again. That's just sort of unique to sort of how he hears harmony and stuff like that. And plus, I guess yeah. if you've been doing this for years, you know what like what jealousy sounds like, and you know what anticipation mm. sounds like. So he's a lot better yeah. at like you know doing things as he goes on, I guess. But but yeah, no, really nice. It's just um, yeah, nice harmony. It was short and sweet as well. Like two minutes, it flew by. That actually felt like short, man. Really short. I think. So that's a, that's think, oh you sorry, go you go no no no, go. no 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 man you you're go. the host you're the host of this song um, I like that idea of themes coming back it's kind of a, it's a whole it's a completely different way of work making making music you wouldn't really do that in an album as such um, but the mm. idea of melodies coming back and and the way of it like you know towards the end of the film if like a piece of music can be so emotive if you've heard mm. it throughout mm. the whole film in, mm. in different scenes it can like be like oh you know. Yeah, 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 I think it's that called a late to... motif. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like late motif. Huh? Like character themes and stuff as well, isn't it? Like a character will have yeah. a certain yeah, yeah. theme Sound when he when he when yeah. yeah. Like I, there is a really cool interview of Hans Zimmer, um, talking about Dark Knight, which is an insane soundtrack. Yeah, and um, yeah. he had to go through, like he had his laptop on like a ten-hour flight and was going through all the sounds for the Joker. And yeah. like it was stuff like razor blades on piano strings, and it was like 
glass in a beer bottle dropping into a into like a harp or something. It's like lots of like dissonant sounds <laughs> into a harp. And, and he, I don't know, it's just freestyling. <laughs> but um, basically, lots of dissonant shit. And he had to go. He was going through individually and like finding out what sounds made him really think about the Joker. And then he like presented the sounds without even like arranging them to the director. Like this is the sound of the Joker. And the director was like, holy shit, that's insane. And then he went and wrote with those sounds in mind, mm. which was crazy. Think about screen music and like a lot of modern classical is sometimes you hear it or sometimes I hear it as a musician and I'm instantly like analyzing the harmony going, okay, that's quite basic harmony. It's really moving. It's, it's what works in like society. But at the same time, it's really hard to write simple harmony like that and make it sound powerful in a weird way. Mm. You'd think you could just play the classic chord progression and build strings and then build a tremolo and it gets bigger and bigger mm. and bigger. But it's not that simple. Otherwise, there'd be a lot more composers that are like well-known. It's mm. finding those like spaces. Yeah. The other thing with film is that I don't want to watch a film and be thinking the entire time, man, the music is amazing. I want to watch the film in it. Yeah. Like I want to like yeah. focus almost going. So you almost have to write to not stand to not jump out at the audience. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? That's exactly. That's exactly. You need yeah. to just add to the scene and make them un, like mm -hmm. you need to add yeah. to the emotion of the scene, whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. But you, yeah, it's not about. That's you. it, man. You can like it. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, can yeah. Li you can like it, but it, yeah, it's, you're right. It's not like making music as an artist where you're portraying your. Um, no, you've got to serve the director. Your and, uh, feeling, yeah. You, can you meet with the director, you, can you talk about the scene. and For example, you can definitely use your sounds, the stuff you normally use, and play it in a yeah. certain way. Like, like um, for example, yeah. Birdman, um, uh, that was Antonio Sanchez, who's like an amazing drummer, has played with like um, Pat Metheny and loads of... Like, he did the drum score. It's only drums for the Birdman score. Um, and that is... That's basically his sort of signature, but he had to almost right to everything that was going on, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. so at first it's like, you know, someone had to tell me, um, no, no, I think I just sort of realised through the film that there was no mu other music apart from drums. But I didn't like, it wasn't really the focal point of the film for me. I was still watching the film. So that in, in, in some cases that was even harder when you have like a, mm. a sort of instrument. A unique take, yeah, yeah. but it still fits in. Yeah. So yeah, have you guys seen um, Up? Oh, I don't think it's not Up. The one that Pharrell wrote the movie for. Uh, oh, Trolls. Tro no, yeah, no, Trolls. No, 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 it's not. It's, it's Despicable Me. Despicable oh, Despicable Me. me. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where Happy Happy was. The song Happy, the big one, was for, yeah. that, for, was that, for that film. But um, it's sick. He basically wrote like a Pharrell album, and it, yeah, like it wasn't like film music. It was like chords and beats and exactly. like that sort of shit. It was sick. I was like, fuck that lucky motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he got to do his own shit. He got to that level where he could just like do his own thing and they just wanted his sound. No, but Whereas, that's good like, though. Like, I think like, Daft Punk did that Tron film as well. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Yeah, there's a few artists that have been doing like, like um, Tyler the Creator yeah. did the Grinch movie. Justin Timberlake did the Trolls Tyler movie. Tyler the Creator did the Grinch? Yeah, the new Grinch, yeah. He did the, the new soundtrack. Grinch? My mm -hmm. God. With the soundtrack. And then, um, yeah, so, like, I feel like this is going to be a thing now where it's, like, people, artists will then get an opportunity to, like, make film movies. But the only thing is that I wouldn't want that to be the case for every film. Like, I kind of feel like what Alpha said is, is so poignant where it's, like, a great a great film score. You don't realise that it's a great film score because it, it plays true to the, to the, um, 
to the to the to, to, to the movie. So, for example, it's like a football team. The, the, the greatest players aren't necessarily the ones that are doing the the most scoring the most goals. Or you know what I'm saying it's about mm. playing as a team. And I feel like yeah, I'd be worried if like artists are just the only ones making like if it comes a fashion yeah. thing that like, artists now become the film scorers. And it's about the thing is, the yeah. with what I want to do with film scoring, I don't want to be singing on these scores. I don't want to be doing Tomish guitar. I want mm. to be arranging orchestras and, mm. and writing the chords and the melodies yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. You know, in the style of a film composer like Hans Zimmer, yeah. you know, joy yeah, what, from what, that. What, what inspired you, Tom? What was like, the, the change of, like, I want to get into this? Um, it's just another world, man, to get into within music that's not about being an artist. And, and, um, and I love orchestras and I love film music like you know emotive kind of film music and um it's just be a cool thing to do man man i remember man because yeah. i've been yeah. trying to um uh i wanted to get into it from even when back in the back in the uni days uh i remember sort of sitting outside a film score masterclass at my um uh uni i wasn't allowed in because it wasn't for people on my course sat outside like with a notebook like took notes or whatever the teacher came out i was like i'm really interested in film stuff, I just listened to your whole um, class. It was amazing. And she was like, I'm going to be honest with you, like, you won't make it in film music because like, no one I was like, talking to here will make it in film music because you had to go to this school and then you need to, you need to know this person and then you need to do this. And I was just like, right. Rah. So basically cr- yeah. crushed the whole... Basically, you need to almost take the classical route and then apply it. Like, but then there's the, the other way which is um, the Daft Punk way, if that makes sense. You are an artist mm, already. Be big. Um, you can get mm. into film that way by being a great producer, by being a great sort of artist. Mm. You'll be, you can be commissioned yeah. to do film. Like, TDE did yeah. Black Panther. Like, mm. I don't think they've yeah. scored strings in their lives, but they did, you know, the, the Black Panther well, film. Yeah. Or, to, to be, to, well, to be fair, it was, it was to just to... Um, so there's there's a soundtrack and then there's doing the score for the music. They, they, they didn't score Black Panther. They did the soundtrack for Black Panther. Yeah, but regardless, regardless, if they had chosen to, if they had the skills to at that point, they could have put themselves up for the... Because they were part of the yeah, conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you know what I'm saying? Was fa- if they yeah, were like, fa- listen, it's, it's, I can, it's fame, if Kendrick yeah. was secretly some um, amazing classical Wizard, string yeah. arrangement, a guy, mm-hmm. um, he could have sat down in that meeting like, listen, let me do strings for that scene. Mm. Um, do you mm. know what I mean? So that's another mm. way in it if you are a good enough sort of artist. But um, yeah, so it's, it's hard. It's a hard sort of sort of. Someone way. told me that you need to have the um, you sort of need to have the repertoire in your back catalogue to show them that you have the skill set. Mm. like if I made um, hip hop music only, mm. and they were like, "Well, we need an emotive." Quartet, mm. like how, prove it, sort of thing. Like a CV. So you sort of need to. I've been thinking about it as well, and you need to build your sound yeah. to show it in a way. I think, or you could be like, I think Tom, you could definitely go, to, or someone could come up to you, or you could chat to a director and be like, oh, "Give me a shot." I feel like a short film up in like um, the Edinburgh Festival or something. Exactly. That was sick. That was. Yeah, sick. that was nice too. <laughs> really nice. All right. Well. Um, we've called it a wrap well everyone that's listening um, just to reiterate there is now a new section in the show where we will be playing a new artist every week that's for you guys DM us what is it Instagram was it Instagram, Instagram DM us yep. um, we'll go through them 
don't spam us, please. And yeah, we're going to try and do this weekly. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is exciting. Um, so yeah, everyone have a great week. Stay safe. See you next week. See you next week. See ya. Peace. See you later. Peace. Peace.